0: Welcome to our Engaging Influencers podcast where we at Ablaze Malawi aim to illustrate the significance of living an influential Christian life and how one could impact society. We do this by bringing real life situations and stories to illustrate just how essential this is to the everyday Christian life. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another session of Engaging Influencers with your host, Shantla Daker. Today, we'll be having the last episode of the Bible Character Series, which we have been covering for over a month now. I hope most of you have been blessed by it, you have been changed, challenged, and you are making some notable and intentional uh decisions based on what you have learned through this series so today we'll be covering the very last episode and last has to be best yeah the last leader has to be a banger and that's what we'll be having today so i hope you stick around with me get to share the links after you listen to this episode let others also get the opportunity grow and get better in life so keep the love going and share the links let us pray dear lord thank you for the opportunity that you've given us tonight so that we can be able to learn yet from another great life that walked on earth and that still walks and still lives in our hearts his name is lord jesus christ we know he's the greatest leader to ever live on earth. And there's two more that we can learn from his life even until death. So Holy Spirit, reveal these lessons unto us so that we can become a great leader just like Jesus Christ. Touching and influencing lives in multitudes and for generations. To the glory of the kingdom and to the glory of the name of Jehovah. We thank you and we bless you knowing the grace is available for this. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. So as I've said, today we'll be looking into the life of Jesus Christ. And there's a lot to talk about Jesus Christ, considering it's all about Him. This life, the Bible itself, probably the whole story of earth, somehow just points to the life of Jesus Christ. So I cannot exhaust His whole... Um, life his whole experience his all the lessons no i just thank god because he has given me enough lessons that i can share with you tonight and i just want you to hang in there and we're going to learn something very beautiful so jesus christ as most of us might know um is the son of god you read about his life from the four books or we call them the Gospels, Matthew, Luke, Mark, and John. So, I would not assume that all of you have a full idea about his life and that you have read the Bible, but I would urge you to do so because otherwise you miss the bigger picture. These are just nuggets that we're going to share tonight. But yes, he was born to Virgin Mary by the power of the Holy Spirit, and he was given to the world so that those who believe in him as the Bible says in John 3 verse 16 should not perish but have an everlasting life so he is God's gift of salvation to humanity because for so many years we lived in sin without any hope but God knew that he had to send someone who could be able to feel what we feel and in the end overcome what if feel Fail to so that we could have power overcome through him. So, our whole victory, our whole leadership, our whole progress is based on what Jesus did for us. If Jesus managed to change lives, we can change lives. If Jesus managed to uplift lives, we can uplift lives. If Jesus managed to change the world, we can change the world. If Jesus managed to glorify God, we can glorify God. If Jesus was the greatest leader, then we too can become great leaders. So Jesus was given to become the benchmark of living. Whatever was given to Jesus Christ, by the power, the hope, and the leading of the Holy Spirit, we can grow in that height and become just like him because his desire, even in the Bible, is in John that greater are the works that you shall do. So it is his desire that we should even go beyond the distance that he walked on earth and there's that grace because he still lives in us so you have to tune into this episode this is not just discussing a life we are talking about the man that makes the whole difference and by knowing him is the beginning of the whole dimension of how you see leadership so this is the jesus that we're talking about and if you read the gospels you'll find out who was his father on earth um, how he grew up as a young man, the miracles that he did. I can't talk about all that. Tonight, I'll just focus about the leadership. So, if you have heard me from the beginning, I have made bold statements, such as, he's the greatest leader to ever live on earth. How can I dare make such a statement? Because I know he is, and I have a few points. You see, Jesus managed to start a faith that has now more than 2 billion members. We can call it the largest organization on earth if we just call Christianity as a movement or as an organization. This is the largest. It has over 2 billion members and it has been in existence for about 2,000 years. What you also find out is that Jesus came from a small town of Bethlehem, but his influence has reached the ends of the globe. Except for a brief stay in Egypt while a baby, Jesus never left Israel. His whole life was lived and his ministry done within an area of just about a hundred square miles. And yet today, his ideas are followed and practiced in all the five continents and 195 countries of the world. He has built the largest organization, as I've said. And beyond the numbers that I talked about, what we have to understand, there are like franchises in this body called the church. Even right now, you are listening to this because of our blaze. And our blaze is a franchise under the church. So that's how big it is. There are millions of franchises under the organization that he built. Jesus never wrote a book, but hundreds of thousands, if not millions of books have been written about him, including the four gospels that I talked about in the Bible. This fact, we don't, can't argue about it. It's just very evident, just that people don't think about it. But it is true to say that time as we know it and live it, it is divided into two. BC, before Christ, and AD, which is Anno Domini, which means the year of the Lord. So time is divided before him and after him. That's how important it is. Over one third of the world's governments, somehow, they have the influence of Jesus' principles in them. People may not recognize it, but the constitutions that we live by, the ethical side of it mostly, is influenced by Jesus' principles. And even if you go around, most people who teach leadership, their principles, they are mostly sourced out from the Bible. So Jesus is the greatest leader to ever live. He might not have had the title of saying he's the CEO of this, he's the president of that, but definitely for what he accomplished and for what has been talked about him, written about him, definitely he knew one or two about leadership so what are the few lessons that we can learn from the life of jesus the first lesson is jesus loved people and what we can learn is that great leaders love people you can find that even from the bible in luke chapter 19 verse 10 jesus said himself himself he said For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So you could see that he just didn't come here to make a point, to prove who he was as the Son of God. He came here because of love. What moved him? He knew people were lost. He knew people were suffering. He knew people had no direction. He was driven by love to leave his comfort zone in earth, to come down to earth so that he could be able to usher these people into a new life, a life of hope, a life of eternity, a life of blessing, a life of empowerment. And that's what Jesus came to do, but it was all driven by love. So leaders love people and, and they love to see people become better and that should be the drive or their mission Jesus loved people of all ethnic and economic backgrounds seeing people's lives improve through his mission on earth if you're Jesus as leaders if you want to be significant our mission on earth must be fueled by our desire to see people's lives improve our mission whether it is in business churches organizations or personally must in some way be ignited by our love for people. True, significant leaders want to see people's lives improve. That's the first important thing. That's the first and most important thing. Secondly, what we learn from Jesus is that leaders need a team. A uh, Bible reference, verse John five verse thirty. It is written, I can of myself do nothing. That's what Jesus said. Similarly, leaders have to realize that they can do nothing by themselves. Jesus understood this. And that's why he had a team of people around him. He recruited 12 disciples who partnered with him in spreading Christianity. In the same way as leaders, we also have to recognize how we need a team of good people who we can build over time, who can go and help us achieve our vision. No matter how great you are, you cannot do anything by yourself. Something that has to be done on a mega scale and for a longer period of time will require a great team. So Jesus was no different. No matter how much he had the fullness of God in him, No matter how he was so wise, no matter how he was so anointed, he knew that he needed people, even the most basic type of people. I'm talking about Peter. Those were fishermen. These were not educated people. These were people who were seen as simple in the society. But Jesus knew these were valuable. So don't underestimate the people that you meet in life. Always see the potential in people, not what their failures entail, their weaknesses tell. But look at their strengths and see what they could become and invest, develop and empower those people because one day those people will be with you and will work with you faithfully to achieve your vision. So you need a team. You need to be a leader that believes in people. Thirdly, great leaders empower people. Jesus was all about, as I've said, investing in people. He just didn't have people around him, but he knew these people had to be of high quality. These people had to learn things. These people had to understand things. So he spent time to invest in them, to pray for them. That should be a question that we should always ask ourselves as leaders. How much more time every week am I giving to make the people around me better? As a born-again leader, how many hours in a week am I giving to pray for my team? Jesus did this. He understood it very well. As leaders, we must recognize it that our mission will never be accomplished to our fullest potential until we learn to empower those around us. So if you want to go and do the most on earth, have a set of a team and empower it to achieve greatness. Fourthly, we learn that great leaders have a servant's heart. And that was Jesus. It is even shown in how he went to wash the feet of his disciples. How many leaders could have done that act of humility? Today we have boss mentality leaders. People who want to be called, you know, worshipped in the workplaces. They just want people around them who can always be about as bosses. We need to be humble. Let's put the title aside and recognize that we are also people. Just because we're a CEO doesn't make us any different of a person. Just because we are more paid in an organization doesn't make us better than those who are less paid than us. We have just been entrusted with a vision. Therefore, we always have to serve. Jesus was always serving. He focused on serving the needs of his disciples and followers. He never had the attitude of entitlement, but he always operated in humility, serving those around him. Jesus was never an untouchable leader. He was always in the midst of those he served. And as leaders, we must realize that we should always also be available for our people. Let's have an attitude of humility and save those around us. It is vital that we realize that leadership does not place us higher than others, but lower than others because we are called to save them. John C. Maxwell stated, in order to go up, we must give up. Leaders must realize the higher, we are in our leadership height, the more the rights we lose because our job is to save those needs or those around us. Fifthly, we learn from Jesus that leaders meet needs. You see, leaders perceive the needs of the people around them. Jesus understood that by perceiving and meeting the needs of the people around him, he could have more influence in his leadership journey. When you go back in the scripture, we'll find a continuous lineup a continuous, you know, lineup of stories that points out to Jesus' ability to meet to the needs of those around him. As leaders, we must understand the power of perceiving and meeting the needs. Of those around us. In our communities. As well as just generally the whole country. It is our job to meet the needs of the people. That look up to us. I'm talking about our families. I'm talking about our friends. I'm talking about the teams of the people are working for. I'm talking about those people who follow you. I'm talking about the customers. I'm talking about even the mentors. As people say. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. This is the ground of having people be on your side. You have to be a person who is empathetic and compassionate as a leader. So look around and see what your country is going through. There are a lot of challenges, for instance, in Malawi, that Malawi is going through right now. You can't be indifferent to that as a leader. You have to get a position to say, okay, I'm going to do something about what I see and I'm going to impact with the whole of my strength, my whole ability. And that's what leadership is all about. It's about meeting the needs of the people. Be that type of leader and you're going to do the most. The sixth thing that I learned about Jesus is that he attempted difficult things. He said in John 12 verse 27, now my soul is troubled. Why shall I say, Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause, I came into this hour. You see, the mission of Jesus wasn't easy. He was literally born to die. He knew that I'm just here to do certain works, but then I have to take the bigger task of dying for the sins of my people. He didn't come on earth to, to 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 live in a palace. He didn't come on earth to be the trendy guy because he's working in miracles. He came on earth to do the difficult thing of dealing with the biggest problem that existed throughout the history of humanity, and that was sin. And it wasn't easy to bear the sins of generations and to stand as a sacrifice for the seas, for all the generations that are going to come after. It was difficult. He died a miserable death. He had to be crucified. He had to be... People spar upon him, you know. A lot happened that I know a mere human cannot survive and go through that he had to go through. But that's what it takes. To make a difference that shall last years. So don't be a leader that runs away from difficult things. Don't be a leader that always chooses the easy thing. Go for the hard things. Go for the problems that most people are finding a hard time to deal with. That's the place of impact. That's the place of changing lives. The bigger the problem, the greater the impact. If you choose things that are hard and difficult... Instead of nice and easy, I'm telling you, you find yourself moving very rapidly forward in life. So look around and see the toughest problems your country, your family, your organization is going through, and stand up to the challenge. Trust me, everyone will look up to you. Seventh. And the last point that I want to share is that Jesus was intentional. You see, leaders are intentional with their time. Jesus was intentional about his time and how it was spent. He knew the power of balancing time alone and with others. Jesus knew the importance as a leader to spend time alone to regroup and to recharge. He was aware of how important it was to schedule time to rest and unwind. Jesus also knew when it was time to be around others to grow, fellowship, and serve. He was never reactive with his time. He was always intentional with it, whether it was spent alone or with others. And as leaders, we must also learn to be intentional with our time. It is vital that we recognize the importance of our time and be intentional to balance it between others and ourselves. If we fail to balance and take time to recharge, we'll burn out and become ineffective as leaders. When you are intentional about our time, we become proactive and not reactive in our lives. So, you look at the life of Jesus, there was a lot to do. There was a lot of people to minister to. He was a very important man, but it's too hard to have time for himself. So you learn one thing, that the busier that you get in life, the more intentional you have to be. It takes intentional living to choose significance over convenience. So be intentional on how you spend your time. Be intentional on how you spend your money. Be intentional on how you invest. That's how you're going to make a difference on earth. Jesus was intentional and that's why he did the most. May you be the same. In Jesus name. Amen.